Spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, I have come to set the earth on fire, and how I wish it were already blazing. There is a baptism with which I must be baptized, and how great is my anguish until it is accomplished. Do you think that I have come to establish peace on the earth? No, I tell you, rather division. From now on, a household of five will be divided, three against two and two against three. A father will be divided against his son and a son against his father, a mother against her daughter and a daughter against her mother, a mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. May the Lord give you his peace. Boy, we have a, a difficult word here from the uh, Gospel of St. Luke. Um, Jesus is making a claim of three things. And um, I think it's wonderful we have a homily this morning because these three things need some explaining, I think. So he says that he wants to set the earth on fire. <laughs> Whoa. Um, says that he's got a baptism that he needs to undergo. And then he says that he's not going to bring peace. Rather, he's going to bring division. Uh, now, <laughs> was Jesus just having a bad day? Was he grumpy? Was he in a bad mood? Like, how do we understand what he's saying here in, in the context of his whole, you know, the whole gospel of everything he said. Um, it's just one Jesus. There's not this like the happy, peaceful, loving Jesus and then the angry, <laughs> judgmental Jesus. No, it's just one Jesus. So, so how do we understand what he's saying? I think uh, I understand it this way. Um, he is calling us to live in reality. That's my explanation of what he's saying here. He's calling us to live in reality. Um, and for those who don't want to live in reality, and there are such people around, <laughs> um, there is a division that will happen. Um, the US Supreme Court had a famous uh, decision in which the majority, uh, what do you call it when they write the decision? There's a name for that. The, uh, anyways, there was a proclamation of a decision of the Supreme Court. And in there, they said, every person has the right to invent their own reality. Which is like one of the, there's been a number of really sad and ridiculous things for the Supreme Court, uh, you know, and that was one of them. Uh, to, to understand what that idea is like this extreme subjectivism. There is no reality. Everybody is just completely free to be you know, subjective and invent your own reality. Um, for example, there's a girl in Europe who is claiming that she is, and, and you're gonna laugh, but this is not a joke. She is claiming that she is a cat. She is a cat trapped in a girl's body but she is a cat. And so I guess she meows and licks herself, and I don't know. Um, and she's using all the same language and, and arguments that you're seeing from the gay LGBT arguments, you know, about identity and it's who I am, and, you know. 
Uh, so she's using all the same language and all the same arguments that they're using for whatever point they're trying to make, but she's using it to argue that she is a cat trapped in a girl's body. And super funny, super sad, you know, but what a, an example for us of somebody, you know, to the extreme who doesn't want to live in reality. They want to be 100% subjective. I'm going to invent my own reality. And there's no reference to anything concrete or objective. It's just everybody to themselves. So um, she, you know, so we need to pray for her. <laughs> but uh, so Jesus is calling us to live in reality that, uh, you know, what is true is true. Uh, as Fulton Sheen said, even if nobody believes it, <laughs> you know, and what is false is false, even if everybody believes it. And uh, so there's only one person who can really step into the scene and speak with authority, and that is the author, God, God, you know. And uh, so when Jesus you know, comes and says that he will cause division. Uh, this is what he's talking about. You know, God is there in terms of morality, in terms of what's right and wrong. We will be judged by God when we die. And uh, there won't be any excuses. There won't be any arguing. There won't be any, well, I don't see it that way. Or maybe some people will say that to God. You know, those are the people who in so saying, reject God, and then he honors that rejection and allows them to go to hell. Um, bad idea. But when Jesus says that I will cause division, I will, you know, bring the fire. Uh, obviously in the Bible, the idea of fire has to do with purification. You know, they would use fire to purify like gold and silver to get the dross out. That's what he's talking about, the fire of his love. And his baptism is the, uh, he's talking about his death on the cross. That's, that's you know, what he was talking about there. And so um, I think the best way to understand this is actually in art. And I'll give to you the example, exhibit A right behind me is this beautiful San Damiano crucifix, which we're all very familiar with. And uh, as you know, it's an icon and they think that it's based off of the Gospel of St. John, but uh, I love this icon, and there are other paintings of the crucifixion which I think capture what uh, Jesus is saying in this Gospel here. So uh, if you see, Jesus is right in the middle. So he's like the dividing line, you know? And, and this is how it will be at the end of time when he comes again in glory, and everybody who's ever lived will be raised from the dead and all of humanity who ever existed will all be there in front of God. He will be in the middle. He will judge and he will divide all of humanity in two, right? The sheep who are saved will go to the right. The goats who are damned will go to the left. And uh, so in many icons of the painting of the crucifixion, you see kind of Jesus on the cross in the middle and then to his right, you see the good thief who's saved and all the holy people, Mary and John and the other women with uh, halos or over on Jesus's right. And then all the bad thief and all the damned people, people who reject God are all, no halos are on the left. It's a little different than this icon. You imagine the bad thief here, usually facing away from Jesus and all the damned people on this side, all, you know, 
the Pharisees and you know all the nasty people, and then um, the good thief and all the saved holy people on this side. And um, I wish I would. I have an actual painting of this. I wish I would have brought it with me. And uh, it really, for me, is the best explanation of this passage of the gospel. You know that if you want to fast forward the tape to the very end of time, when Jesus is there. As God, as the author, he has the authority to judge everything according to reality, according to what is true, according to, you know, even if we don't like it. There's a division between all of humanity, between the right and the left. You know, the saved and the damned, those who received his mercy and his grace, who, you know, made an effort to repent. And to, even if we fall, we, we ask for his mercy versus the other people who, you know, reject reality reject God, reject what is true, reject what is right and wrong. They want to do it their way. <laughs> they want to, you know, they want to, uh, you know, have their own definition of what's right and wrong. And, and uh, to reject God's mercy, he says, I forgive you. And they answer, you forgive me for what? I don't need to be forgiven. I didn't do anything wrong. You know, bye. <laughs> so uh, I, I think that is what, that's the best explanation of what Jesus is saying here. So the fire that he brings is the fire of his love. It's a fire of purification as silver and gold are purified of their dross. The baptism that he will be baptized in is his, his death on the cross. And then what flows from that is the division that will happen between those who accept reality and those who reject it, between the saved and the damned, those who receive his mercy and those who reject it. And uh, there's a Christian rap song that talks about this. And I, I love the line because it, it, it has meaning on like three levels. Life after death, get right or get left. Isn't that funny? <laughs> so life after death, when we are judged by God, get right, like to his right hand with the sheep or get left to the left hand with the goats or get right with God, meaning like righteousness or get left behind, <laughs> you know. So um, let's pray for the grace to live in reality to accept what is true from God, the author, and to um, receive his mercy that the fire of his love may purify us. Amen. Amen.